Welcome to a new episode of Covetra's Connected Care. I'm your host, Nicole Knight, and I'm Content Marketing Manager at Covetra's. Thank you for joining us. Let's step into our time machine and travel back to 2014. That's when the American Veterinary Medical Association surveyed veterinarians about how pharmacies dispense prescription medications. The AVMA found that one-third of veterinarians surveyed new of occasions when pharmacies dispensed drugs to clients that were different from what the doctor had prescribed or were a different dosage than the doctor prescribed. And 10% reported having patients harmed when outside pharmacies made substitutions in filling prescriptions. Now, that same year, the National Association of Boards of Pharmacy passed a resolution calling for veterinary pharmacology education at pharmacy colleges in collaboration with schools of veterinary medicine. Since then, the AVMA, professional organizations and colleges and companies like Crevetris have worked to support veterinary pharmacy education in pharmacy schools, and they've made great progress. In fact, Covetris now offers preceptor sites for five Veterinary Advanced Pharmacy Practice Experience, or APPE, programs around the country. Here to tell us about these programs and the importance of the education they provide is Covetris Vice President of Quality and Regulatory Affairs and Pharmacists in Charge, Dr. Jennifer O'Grady, who created the curriculum. Dr. O'Grady, welcome to the show. Thank you, Nicole. It's a pleasure to be here. We're glad to have you. Dr. O'Grady, I understand you got your start in large animal pharmacy, and you are a licensed pharmacist in more than half the country, 27 states. Tell us about yourself and your background. Yes, Nicole, I grew up on a dairy farm on the outskirts of a small rural town in Iowa. I obtained my doctorate of pharmacy degree from the University of Iowa College of Pharmacy. I also met my husband of 23 years while in pharmacy school. Oddly enough, we are both U of I grads and we're both pharmacists. We have four beautiful children and two little dogs. Early in my career, I had no intention of leading a team or running a pharmacy. My goal was to practice in a community setting where I could influence positive patient health outcomes through medication adherence and healthy lifestyles. Honestly, veterinary pharmacy was not even on my radar as an area of practice. Like many pharmacy curricula at the time, veterinary pharmacy was not a field of practice covered in the core curriculum or offered as an elective. College of Pharmacy's focus on preparing pharmacist candidates to care for human patients. Majority of pharmacy graduates become clinical pharmacists in hospitals, retail pharmacies, and big pharma settings. Or they go into academia, conduct research, and teach. A pivotal moment in my career occurred in 2002. I was asked to pilot a large animal pharmacy program servicing large animal veterinarians who were requesting prescription medications to be drop shipped to large dairy and beef producers. My pharmacology knowledge of veterinary medicine was limited to my exposure to the medicines my parents used on their dairy farm. Thus, I did a lot of research, networking with other pharmacists associated with veterinary teaching institutions and veterinarians to develop my knowledge. I love working with veterinarians as they will teach you just about anything if you're willing to learn. A year later, I was licensed as a pharmacist in 15 states. 
running a veterinary-only pharmacy license to dispense in 50 states and leading a team. So all of the things I didn't want to do, I all of a sudden said yes to this opportunity. Within the last five years, the availability of veterinary pharmacy-focused continuing education has increased, making it easier for pharmacists to build their veterinary pharmacology knowledge. Question for you. How do you explain the lack of a robust curriculum for pharmacy students who are interested in non-human pharmacy? Is it tied to a lack of regulations, a lack of resources, or something else? That's a great question. Pharmacists are the only healthcare professionals legally allowed by regulatory authorities to provide pharmaceutical care and drug products for all species, humans and animals. The pharmacist's oath does not distinguish between human patients and veterinary patients. And honestly, there's no regulations that require formal training of pharmacists in veterinary pharmacology. In 2015, only about 4% of graduating pharmacy students reported receiving any training in veterinary pharmacotherapy. Yet most community pharmacists have or will dispense prescriptions for non-human patients in their practice at some point in their careers. The Accreditation Council for Pharmacy Education standards for accreditation of Doctor of Pharmacy degree programs don't require veterinary pharmacy or pharmacotherapy in the school curricula. With the rise in pet ownership, along with increased focus on pet health and wellness by pet owners, the sale of medications for animals continues to increase year over year. In 2019, AHA reported online sales account for 15% of pet medication sales. It is estimated that shares will hit 20% by 2022. That's incredible. Wow. That is a phenomenal number. But truly, most pets are seen as family members. Pet owners are investing in routine preventative care for their pets, increasing the need for access to medications and access to veterinary healthcare professionals. Ideally, veterinary pharmacotherapeutics would be a core curricular requirement in accredited U.S. College of Pharmacies. Colleges of Pharmacy are challenged with finding opportunity to add veterinary pharmacology to their six-year programs while ensuring pharmacy students meet core competencies in human pharmacotherapeutics before they enter professional practice settings. Because this is such an important need, a couple of solutions that are trending to provide graduates with a core knowledge base on veterinary diseases and therapies is through elective courses or by integrating these concepts into core pharmacotherapy courses. In recent years, Covetris has formed several university partnerships, to your point. Tell us about these partnerships. I understand there are ones at the University of New England, Creighton University, University of Nebraska Medical Center, Texas Southern University, and Albany College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences. Wow, yeah. What, what an impressive um, collection of pharmacy schools. I'll have my first Albany student actually here in, in January, so we're super excited to have them as our most recent addition. That's great. The partnerships between these universities really allows Covetris and our pharmacists to give back to the pharmacy profession by precepting students while serving as this advanced pharmacy practice experience site. 
Part of the ACPE standards is to provide students with the experience to build knowledge and skills to provide pharmacy services safe and effectively. So really that practical application. Our preceptors provide valuable instruction on uses and indication of human and labeled medications to treat diseases that affect companion, exotic, and food animals. The veterinary appy is an opportunity for students to gain insight and practical experience in veterinary informatics, operations of an animal health product distributor, veterinary compounding, exotic animal care, veterinary service learning experiences, regulatory compliance, and the role of veterinary and human pharmaceuticals in the practice of veterinary medicine. Students will have the opportunity to develop their skills and knowledge on quality and regulatory compliance. By taking part in quality committee meetings, they develop their standard operating procedure writing skills, as well as how to conduct internal audits. Many of these things that you simply don't have as part of your core curriculum, and you truly do need to learn them in this type of environment. The other partnership or opportunity or value that, that this brings to having serving as an appy site is really that mentorship and that networking opportunities that rise between the student and our pharmacist. In general, we have hired students that truly join our team really part-time and then transition into full-time roles. And so by coming in and doing this appy, we get to know them and they get to know us and they really get to decide what is that best career choice for them. The one thing I like is that this really allows them to apply their human clinical knowledge while continuing to do, develop their veterinary pharmacology, kind of that part-time to full-time transition. Covetra also sponsors a diversity scholarship for the University of New England pharmacy students exploring opportunities as a veterinary healthcare professional. So really giving that student who may be on the fence that opportunity to continue their education as well as explore what that side of veterinary pharmacy could look like for them. In support of providing graduates with a knowledge base on veterinary diseases and therapies, Covetris has partnered with the University of New England to offer an elective course for P2s and P3s called the Introductory of Pharmacy. This is just fascinating. I'm curious, Dr. O'Grady, since you wrote Covetris's Appy curriculum, can you tell us What's in the curriculum to help pharmacists better understand animal health? The elective really provides pharmacy students with the tools to confidently provide pharmaceutical care and medication counseling for their non-human patients. By providing the students with working fundamentals of veterinary pharmacology, veterinary medical terminology, and abbreviations. For examples, Students learn how the anatomy and physiological features of their non-human patients impact their drug therapy. Drugs designed for human consumption may not have the same therapeutic outcome due to the variances in stomach pH, um, gastric transit times, the GI flora, etc. Those are just a few examples of the various differences. We cover the differences between human and animal patients. For example, human patients can verbalize their symptoms and if the prescribed medication therapy is having the desired outcome or if they're having an adverse event. Animal patients can't verbalize how they feel. Thus, the pharmacist must rely on the pet owner and visual cues or behavior exhibited by the animal patient. We discuss how the animal's anatomy 
can influence which dosage form or drug delivery system is utilized when treating medical conditions. For example, animals have more of a horizontal profile versus a vertical. Thus, when administering a capsule to an animal, you really wanna make sure they've got free access to water to really aid in the prevention of that capsule from becoming lodged in their throat and cause local irritation. Humans have the advantage that gravity will help the movement of that capsule through the esophagus area, thus preventing this from occurring. The course also addresses basic and clinical aspects of the most common toxicities that are seen in animals. We also review the most useful veterinary drug information resources that they should have as they're practicing. Students also discuss regulatory and ethical issues impacting the practice of veterinary pharmacy. From what you said, it sounds like these courses truly benefit both animal patients and that next generation of pharmacists. Absolutely, Nicole. The biggest benefit is in the care provided to our animal patients by arming pharmacists with basic animal pharmacology knowledge. Pharmacists are better equipped to collaborate with veterinary healthcare providers to improve overall pet health and pet safety via medication compliance, medication error prevention, and solutioning medication delivery challenges through pet-specific compounding dosage forms. I'm curious, given your experience in the field, what advice would you offer to pharmacy students who are interested in animal health? My advice would be, right, after six years of intense core curriculum, don't stop learning after you graduate. Invest in your own professional development. Don't wait for others to do so for you. The last thing, be willing to say yes when the opportunity arises to transition into veterinary pharmacy. Dr. O'Grady, this has been an important and interesting conversation. Thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you.